Hi friends, welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this Tuesday, April 13th, as we are breaking down a lot of different entertainment news today, which I'm excited about. Some highs, some lows, as always, a full-blown roller coaster show. We're talking about the Army of the Dead trailer, which was fucking sick. I'll give more details on that, but wow really into that trailer. We're also talking about the upsetting news of Pacific theaters and Arclight closing and what that means for each and every one of us and what we think that might actually look like. Johnson & Johnson is getting a little bit of heat because the FDA is recommending that they put a temporary hold, a pause on the Johnson & Johnson vaccination as Johnson & Johnson has been linked to, I believe, six blood clots out of the millions of doses that have gone. Uh, but that is what the the very, very cautious recommendation is. And we can talk about that. Uh, something exciting is taking place, or at least from my perspective, exciting. And that is a strange word with these next words that are about to come out of my mouth with the National Suicide Prevention Line. They are changing things around for 2022. And I will give you guys the, the lowdown on all of that. Plus, the Disney look has changed. What am I talking about? What even is the Disney look? Well, as somebody who has had many friends who are cast members at the Disney theme parks, I know all about this Disney look, and I cannot wait to break this story down with you guys here today, live with Roxy. So all of that and more, plus questions, comments, concerns, things that are coming from you guys. I'm trying to keep my spirits high because I have to say, I was super fucking bummed by SEN this morning. I love doing that show. I'm grateful to be able to do that show. I'm lucky to be able to do that show. And I am cannot thank Christian enough for the opportunity to be able to do SEN. But I was frustrated because, you know, everybody's got different fans. And here at the Rockstars, I'm very comfortable. And you guys really see me for who I am. And you let me do, speak about what I want. And you guys are down with me. You guys are down with me. And on World Girls, same thing. For World Girls, we did this awesome episode where we did these pranks and all the prank wars. And you guys had such a great time with it. And we did so much fun stuff. So on today's show for SEN, I was really excited because I try to plan these awesome shows for SEN. Number one, Christian just started putting me in the hosting desk after years and years of working with him. So I'm really trying to prove myself. Always trying to prove myself, though. You guys know I always go above and beyond. Number two... I really want to make Christian in the show a lot of money. I think that he's done a lot of incredible things for me. And I really just want to give back as much as I can and, and help with the program. Wherever I am, I just try to bring as much value as I possibly can. And so I've been planning these shows. I know a lot of the hosts of the show are more confident in their seats or more, you know, make money in different ways. So they don't necessarily come in with a whole game plan. So I come into the show every week with a plan like okay today we're playing truth or dare today we're making everybody strip for money today all these things and i planned this show that i thought was gonna be fucking sick today and people were kind of just dicks about it like i i it was called do your worst with brett sheridan and i was trying to make brett do all of these things kind of like our prank episode where, you know, he had to call his mom and say this or text Kate and say this. And people in the chat were being really bizarre. They were just like, why are you being so mean to Brett? Stop being so mean to Brett. This is just mean, Roxy. You're being mean. 
but none of the things were mean or malicious. They were all jokes. They were all just silly jokes. None of those things were over the top or lasted more than a few seconds. And I really, really believe, and, and I don't say this often, you guys know I try to never use this card when I can can avoid it, but like, I I just think it's, and not the show, not my co-host, everybody on the show is fucking amazing and half the audience is fucking incredible. But I really feel like it was a lot of sexism. Like people saying, oh, you're being mean, Roxy, because I have a vagina, because I know that had anybody else been playing those jokes, if Christian was playing those jokes, if Ellis was playing those jokes, because they were silly, they were stupid, they weren't real. If Winston had been doing it, if Brett had been doing it, if Goddard had been doing it, that it wouldn't have been a fucking problem. But when I do it, I'm mean. Why? Because girls are supposed to just like listen and be submissive and not play pranks or jokes on anybody. It's so... the. I don't know. I, I really, really, it really fucking bothered me how much the chat was like, Roxy, you're being mean. You're being mean. Uh, being mean, I spent hours trying to plan a game for everybody so that I could entertain people. I called Brett. I made sure it was cool with him. I didn't ask him to do anything that I knew he wouldn't be okay with. And anything he didn't want to do, I gave him an out by saying that he had to do this silly thing where he slaps his wrist and say, Brett's been a bad, bad boy. You know, like there was nothing about it that was anything but playful. And so I was really fucking frustrated because I'm just, I always want to try to impress Christian and I always want to do a great job on the show. And I work really hard to plan these episodes. And then, and then everybody was just being a dick. And then because of that, people were like, don't, people were writing like, don't give money so she can't get to the goal or like can't host the show again. And the truth is over there, if I don't make enough money, I don't get to host the show because that's the smart way to do business. Christian has to put the person in the seat who's going to make the most money for the business. He's never said that to me, but that's how business operates. You know, that's what he has to do in order to keep the, the ship afloat. And so I was just really, really fucking frustrated because it'd be one thing if when I was saying things, people were like, if they were just not being financially supportive, but to be like Roxy, we're not going to support this because you're being mean. It was so whack and just really fucking pissing me off. And then after, afterwards I said something to my co-host, I was just like, that was so fucking frustrating. And they were all like, yeah, I mean, I just don't understand why somebody else doing that because they have a penis would make it funny, but because I don't, and that's really what it is. I'm just positive. So anyway, that's unrelated to anything we're talking about, but just, fucking annoying things where I all the time, I tell my girlfriends this all the time, especially the ones in the industry, we cannot blame things on our sex. As much as we can help it, we have to try to not blame things on our sex. Not because it's not real and not there, but just because it's not usually helpful because then we create this staunch divide and we have to bring it up when it's really relevant, but not every decision, you know, if we're making less money because of the thing between our legs that we have to bring up or if we're being treated differently, then we have to, but I just try really, really fucking hard to not be like, it's cause I'm a woman. It's cause I'm a woman. It's cause I'm a woman. But a lot of things are fucking cause I'm a woman. And this one just was, it just simply was. And that bothers me because I was born like this and there's nothing I could fucking do to make people not think that that was mean because it wasn't fucking mean. And people are just bullies sometimes. All right. I know I just said I was going to stop and then I just kept going, but 
feeling, I was feeling fucking petty and frustrated. And y'all are not you guys. They're all making me look bad. Really fucking annoying. Anyway, so that was a, a wee bit on my morning. After this, I've got to prep because I've got that call back. Uh, as I told you guys, I will keep you posted on that if it goes well. If not, then you'll never hear about it again. And that is just the truth of the situation. Let me know how you guys are feeling today or if you have questions, comments, concerns on this show or any of the topics we're going to be talking about today. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Appreciate y'all's support. You guys are the fucking best. And thank you for being here. And thank you for making me feel like I can be myself because I just don't always feel like I can be myself in this world because people make me feel bad for being me and you guys don't. So I really, really love you. And that means the world to me that I can just be me and that's enough. And I don't have to, you know, change who I am because you guys are going to think that that's mean because I have a vagina. So thank you is the point of that part of the conversation. Let's start in the Streamlabs, see what's going on over here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. What in the world of the Streamlabs is up today? Let's see the very first Streamlabs coming through. Today is coming from Red Sands at six in the morning. What's up, Red Sands 1001? So watch the first episode of The Nevers because it got a strong cast of UK Irish actors. It's okay, but also feel heavy on Joss Whedon themes from past shows. The quips make my eyes roll more. Roll M-O-R-W now. Moro now. I don't know that word. It's also a bit busy. Nice special effects though. TBH on that one, Red Sands. Uh, every week, DJ Wildridge and I text about what we're going to do our Only Stupid Answers episode on on Friday. And he wrote to me and was like, I want to do it on The Nevers. Uh, and and um, there's also like a spinoff section that we're doing. And I said, and obviously DJ was great about it because he's always great about anything I say. But I said, just to be honest, DJ, I'm not going to watch the show because... What sucks is that there's so many other people who worked on the show, which is why if you guys want to watch the show, it's totally valid and understandable. But I just really, really don't want to support Joss Whedon. And I really, really don't want HBO Max to be able to say Joss Whedon's project did so well that we're going to continue to use Joss Whedon for things when all accounts point to the fact that he's a fucking ass. And so I don't want to. I don't want to watch. And that sucks for the other hundreds and if not thousands of people who work on the project from the grips to the gaffers, to the other actors, to the writers, to every single person involved in it who is not Joss Whedon. I'm sorry. And I, I am sorry that that's collateral damage, but I just don't want to fucking watch it. I just don't want to support him. So that's where I'm at with that. But I totally understand your guys want to watch it and your guys' ability to watch it because it's not just his project. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankison, Jonathan McInerney, rest of the cops who killed Breonna, three, Breonna Taylor, all three of them. Uh, I was combining Taylor and three. This is what happens when you move too quickly. Rest of the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them, for killing Breonna Taylor. Hope today is the day justice for all the people who have lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Not that this has to do with Breonna Taylor, but I did spend uh, a very substantial part of this morning just watching everything that's going on from what's happening in Brooklyn outside of Minneapolis with 
the uh, with Dante right and with uh, hearing all the celebrities takes on it and all of the commentators takes on what's going on and everything also about the taser versus the gun and people's opinion on what's the t situation that took place there. Also the police officer who murdered Dante, who uh, resigned and then the chief of police who also resigned. And then also finding out about the man who is now suing the, the, police officer who maced him and all this. It's just, it's a fucking lot. It's a lot to keep up with and also trying to keep track of George Floyd. The, the, uh, sorry, you guys have cracked me on this. Derek Chauvin's, Derek Chauvin's trial, uh, not, you know, not George Floyd's trial. George Floyd being murdered, Derek Chauvin being on trial. <sighs> so it's a lot. It's a lot. So thank you, Glenn, for always reminding us because actually we have a lot of cops to arrest at this point. But yes, to Breonna Taylor's police officers that murdered her. Glenn also says hello and good afternoon, Roxy, and all your nicknames. Thanks for being here and there for us, RJ, and everyone who shows up and gives their support whenever, whenever they can, even if it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner, you're kind, you're smart, you're unique, and being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers on the internet or not, makes you worthy. Your story is important and deserves to be seen and heard. Good job on SCN Live, RJ. Uh, today was funny. Thanks for thinking so, Glenn. I saw you having my back in there. Congrats on all that's in the works and now unfolding in the new adventures and chapter of Roxy. Roxy, RJ Chunk is fucking winning because... Am I, is this what winning looks like? Because Roxy's fucking fire. Roxy's best. Roxy number one. Yeah, yeah. Happy Roxy days. Thank you, Roxy, RJ, Skittles, rock stars, for being so truly supportive. Newcomers and OGs alike. As a family, you're fucking awesome, as always. I hope that we can all find and feel our own joy in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and our years ahead. Let's go. Smets and everyone who's fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Smash cans are all day, every day. Be most excellent, RJ and rock stars. Show up for people who need it. It makes you dope as fuck, humane and worthy. Cheers to fuck yeah news and laughter for us all. And, and I would say show up for people who need it and also show up for people who it's just the right thing to do to show up for them. They might not even need it, but maybe it's helpful. Maybe they want it. Adrian Bailey in the house. And thank you for these stream labs coming in. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. It has been a wicked light very light couple of months. So all the support you guys are giving me means the world. Adrian Bailey says, hi, Roxy. I watched this trailer. When I saw Dave Batista in it, I was sold. I'm a big wrestling fan. I first saw Batista in the ring nine, when I was 19 years in the ring. I first saw Batista in the ring was 19 years ago. Okay. So maybe the first time you saw him was 19 years ago. I was impressed from the start as an actor. I love every movie he starred into. Love you rocks. Thank you for that. We will definitely be talking about that Batista trailer because boy, did I love that thing. Hitman Hudson says, hey, Roxy, if you're looking for TV recommendations, I highly recommend getting back into Star Trek. I know you've mentioned before that you've only seen TOS and TNG, but Deep Space Nine is so good. I'm on season three and it's incredible. I don't think I have the app that you need in order to watch that. Let me know what it is, but I don't think I have it. Morse Code Z says, there's a reason I pay attention to the chat here and not SEN Live. Sorry, they were being baby bitches again. A lot of them are great, Morse code, but a lot of them were not today. Glenn Caesar says, oh yeah, my apologies for almost forgetting. Happy three quarters birthday 
to you today, RJ, April 13th. Oh my God, that's a new one, but I love that. I'm sure you're gonna celebrate this as well, like you celebrate your half birthday. But I say, why not, especially after the 2020 we've had? Hell yeah, let's celebrate, baby, yes. Paul3JP in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Star says, don't trip chocolate chip. You continue to do you. People are too sensitive these days and will always find something to bitch about. That's my opinion, not reflective of anyone else. Also, thoughts on Chet Hanks, funny or dummy? Are you talking about anything specific? white boy summer or are you talking did he do something else or are you just asking in general how do I feel about him let me know Apollo because probably depends my answer my answer will depend on that morse code z in the streamlabs streamlabs.com slash roxy says also I shouldn't have said bitches <laughs> morse code you fine we all good you could say they're being a bunch of bitches for sure rob fishbeck in the streamlabs streamlabs.com slash roxy says sorry to hear about the haters on your show this morning. You're an inspiring person in, in so many ways. So definitely their loss. Thanks. Yeah, it was a lot. Paul3JP says, also, rest in peace, Arclight, the end of an era. I have so many great memories at the Hollywood location. I'm sure Apple, Amazon, or Netflix will swoop in and buy it. But nevertheless, this one hit close to home. Shame. I blame Newsom. Newsom can take a lot of blame for a lot of things. Um, so... I understand that. Thanks, Apollo, on that. And I know we're going to talk about that today as well. Mark Jason Ali in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stride. Thank you for the support here, Mark. And for my white sweatshirt, which I'm obsessed with. I'm not my black one today, but I wanted to wear the white one again today. But I was like, I can't wear it two days in a row on camera. Or can I? Mark says, hi, Roxy. SEM was fun earlier. Sorry it wasn't received the way it was meant to be. You were great on GPA, too. You can always be yourself. It's your show after all. Hope you're doing well. And Grammy and Popple are too. Take care and smash cancer. Thank you. Well, this is my show, but those are not my show. So I might feel like I can be myself, but I cannot always be myself. Although I try to be myself, but then when they get dumped on, it makes it very challenging. That's just the truth, Mark Jason Ali. I do enough shows to know it gets frustrating. Star Gonzalez in the house with that big, big support. Fuck yeah, Star. Star says, today is a day you don't have to do again tomorrow. Keep being the badass that you are. Love you. Star, that is so true. Today is a day that we don't have to do again tomorrow. And for that's a pretty fucking good thing. Although I hope that today is a good day because I got that call back and... For that, I'm going to do my makeup. I'm trying to think of other positive things. I was supposed to take, I want to take Grammy and Papo out to dinner tonight, or at least Grammy. But she said no again. I cannot fucking get her out of the house. It is so goddamn frustrating. I was like, Grammy, come on. Why are you saying no to me? Let's just go. Let's go out to dinner. Why? Why won't you go out to dinner with me? She says, it's going to be too late. I said, Graham, I'm done at 530. And she's just like, well, what about lunch? I'm like, I can't do lunch today, Graham. It's already, I, I, this is why I asked you two days ago for dinner tonight. She just keeps making up excuses on why she can't do dinner, why she can't do dinner. And I get it. She's in pain. But she's in pain because she's not moving. She's not moving because she's in pain. And just, oh, I'm so frustrated. Just really want her to come out to dinner. And she just won't. Frustrating, frustrating. Uh, star, you're the shit, though. Thank you so much. And everybody who wants to give support today, who is able to give support today, streamlabs.com slash Dryer, or right here in the Super Chat, although Streamlabs is better because they take less money. Plus, thumbs up this video. Give it that five-star on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. 
Make sure you tell your friends. That's a big one. It's one of the only ways to grow is if you guys tell your family, your friends, your aunts, your uncles, your long lost cousins, whoever it is, let them know about the Rockstars band so that we can continue to keep on playing. What, what? All right, let's break down some of these things that we want to talk about today, starting with the Army of the Dead trailer. If you guys did not watch this, this trailer is dope. And I'm so excited to love this because I just know what happened. I, I just am excited to be on a on a project, watching a project of Zack Snyder's and, and looking at it being like, this looks fucking sick. And it really does. I love Batista as well. I think he's a really talented actor. I think he actually has a lot of emotion in in his body language and his face. And I could, even though he's got such huge size like The Rock, I don't know, I could see him just being really, really a massive star in a different kind of way where he takes on more oniony roles that have layers to them. Obviously, we know him from the Marvel Universe, and he's done a great job there. So we, we've appreciated him there. But I liked him in Stuber. I thought he was great there. He's got really good funny, funny timing. He's got really great comedic timing um, in Blade Runner. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done a lot of great stuff that I really enjoy, and I think that he is... He's good. He's good. My spy. Although that might not have been some of your guys's fave movies. Totally works. Totally works. I like him. I like him a lot. And I think that this trailer really showed. I, I think he's a badass. And I think that this trailer looked awesome. I think that it has a lot of recognizable faces, but a lot of not new like they've never worked before, but new like they're not typically in these big, big types of movies. It's a zombie movie for sure, but it's a different take on zombies. You guys know I'm still watching Walking Dead. I loved iZombie. My normal zombie movies are, my normal zombie screenings are TV, but I like zombie movies. I think zombies are a great concept because how fucking scary and twisty with the mind. But typically, other than in I zombie typically when we see zombies there's a lot of them but they ain't they're not very smart they can't do that much they're slow and the only thing they can do is really bite you if you end up surrounded by too many of them they can attack you bite you and turn you into a zombie which typically means that you have no more personality left and you're kind of just wiped out but we're seeing a different kind of zombie in this movie and I love when people reimagine exactly what a zombie or what a vampire or what a werewolf is these are smart zombies. These are zombies who are congregating. These are zombies who are working together. These are zombies who seem like they can be fast, that they can jump. I mean, these are, this is a different kind of zombie movie. And it's not just, you know, when we look at the title, Army of the Dead, they are an entire army. And we have to figure out a way to take them down. Now, there, I saw there was a lot of comments because it seems like the premise of this movie is that it is a heist movie, a zombie heist movie, in which Dave Bautista and his gang are trying to get a lot of money, what is it, $50 million, out of Vegas before Vegas is blown the F up. And I think that people were like, why would you need money in a zombie movie? From my understanding, Vegas is the only place overtaken by zombies, and that's why it's getting blown the fuck up. And they want to get the money out before 
it gets blown up because money is still a thing in this world. It's just Vegas has been overtaken by zombies. So that is what I'm understanding from this. The plot synopsis on IMDb says, following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. It seemed like the stakes were, uh, he gets paid 50 mil, they said 200 mil in the vault. Oh, thank you, Morse code. So the stakes were really high. The actors seemed great. The visuals looked dope. I loved the colors in this. I like anything with those big ass explosions and the zombie makeup looked incredible. So for all of the reasons, yes, yes on this movie. I'm super in. It's coming out May 21st. Hopefully I can get a screener of this to let you guys know what this movie is going to be all about. But I'm so here for this. And we're coming up on summer season. This is a summer box office flick if I've ever seen one. It's something that I'm going to get my popcorn ready, probably a little token of smoke. I know that it's going to be a Netflix film, but put it on the biggest screen you got because it's Zack Snyder. So the one thing nobody can argue about is Zack Snyder makes shit look good. He really has a way of making shit look good. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in on this movie. I'm super in on this movie. And did I mention I'm also in on this movie, Army of the Dead, May 21st. Cannot wait. I'll keep you posted on if I'm able to see it before or if anything else comes out about Army of the Dead. But as of now, that's a fuck yeah news from your girl, RJ. What are you guys thinking? Let me know who's excited for this movie. Are you guys sick of zombie movies? Do you wish there were more zombie movies? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. That big support coming in from Bruce Banner. Hell yeah, Bruce. Bruce says... This trailer looks amazing. I don't think I've been more, I've been this excited for a Netflix movie in a while, if not ever. I'm all in. I'm all in too, Bruce. And yeah, I, I think that it is that's so true for net for Netflix film. This is like, I mean, I can't I really can't think of a Netflix film that I was this stoked about. This looks like it's gonna be fucking sick. Do you guys think that this has the possible ability to be the biggest Netflix? original movie release of all time do you think it's possible that this makes net gets the most eyes for a netflix movie ever that would be wild and a huge win for Zack snyder and a big win for the zombie community i wonder what darina thought of this she's a big zombie fan as well hence why she wanted on easter for us to do our, our favorite zombie movies she's the only person i've ever heard called jesus a zombie so Bruce Banner says, definitely without a doubt, Roxy. Wow. Wow. Redford Reddington says, due to Snyder, probably does. Hmm. Brittany Parker says, oh, it's a Snyder film. Now I'm intrigued. I liked his Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, it gets me more intrigued too. Definitely. I'm definitely interested. I think it's also going to be in theaters too. Limited theaters and on Netflix. Those things seem subject to change. All the time. But that is the most recent announcement. You guys let me know how you're feeling. Think Speaking of theaters and what's going to be in theaters. What's not going to be a theater is Pacific Theaters and Arclight. Apparently those are closing. If you guys have an internet, which all of you seem to have the internet, then you know how upset everyone seems about this. Every working professional I know, every celebrity, everybody who's been to Los Angeles on vacation and has gone to the cinema, cinema, 
Cinnaramadome, Cinnaramadome, oh my God, rocks, knows that this is a bummer that Arclight and Pacific Theaters are closing. Now, everybody is really bummed about Arclight, Arclight Hollywood, the Cinnaramadome. That seems to be everybody's biggest bummer. And I get it because those are the biggest landmarks. But for me, the one that will affect me the most, the biggest bummer for me is the Grove. Now, Caruso, the group behind the Grove and the Americana has already came out and said that there is no situation in which they don't have movie theaters inside. And so they'll find new owners or people to rent to that are movie theater people. But even that being said, I love Pacific theaters at the Grove. I love the Grove. I love going to the movies at the Grove. I typically only, I typically go to a lot of screenings when press screenings are a thing. But when I go to, when I go to the movies myself, I usually go to the Grove because you can make a night of it. It's so cute and fun. I love to go to the Grove, shop around a little, eat at Umami or Wood Ranch or the sushi place next door, grab something from Nordstrom's, like a candle, go to Sephora, get my computer checked at Mac, go to the farmer's market. My favorite thing to do is go to the farmer's market. There's a bar outside there. There's also the Bama sushi in there. It's underrated for sure. Some of the best sushi in Los Angeles. There's a donut place. There's just so much shit there. Dylan's candy bar. And then you go to the Grove, you see a movie. It's a great date spot. It's a great place to go with your girlfriends or whatever. When people come to town, it's one of the first places I take them because the Grove is an outdoor shopping mall that's awesome with a dope movie theater. And so that's a, that's a huge, it's a huge bummer. I'm glad that they're, that Caruso is dedicated to keeping it a movie theater because it would be a huge hit to the Grove if it was no longer. And same thing with the Americana. But I really, I like Pacific theaters and I don't know. We don't know exactly what's going to happen here. What could take place is that everybody could be up in arms enough that people band together and bail them out or buy it or whatever it is. I just have a really hard time believing that all of those movie theaters will cease to exist, especially in Los Angeles. I know Arclight's not just here and Pacific theaters are not just here, but in LA, there's just no way that we're going to lose movie theaters that are these big movie theaters because there's too many events and screenings and entertainment people who need these theaters and movies do really well here. I mean, movie theaters here are packed all of the fucking time. So I just don't think that we're, we're talking about a long-term situation here, but still it sucks. It sucks that these companies have taken such a hit with COVID. We've all taken a hit, every single one of us and, or at least to the best of my knowledge, and these companies are no different. So it's a bummer. It's a bummer. And I haven't heard anybody say anything otherwise, but I'm just not fully convinced it is going to be the end of this era. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think that we will be seeing movies at the Cinerama Dome again? I have a really hard time saying that word. Do you think that the Arclight Pacific Theaters will be able to stay open and somehow will be bought out or will be saved? What do you guys think is going to happen here? In the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Morse Code Z says, we had a nine screen Regal in town one month after Regal announced it wouldn't reopen. It was reopening under new ownership. Keep hope alive. Yeah, I think a lot of people are expecting that to happen, hoping that will happen, but it just kind of depends on how quickly and as things are opening up right now, theaters are opening up right now, you know, we're we're looking for things to kind of 
come back to life and revitalize. And yeah, yeah. I, I know that that doesn't mean that theaters would be packed, but at 20% capacity or something to that extent, right now there are theaters that are open that you can completely fully rent out. So we will see. It's definitely a bummer, but the possibilities are endless. So I'm trying not to stress too much. I've been listening. I said this on SCN this morning, but I've been listening a lot to Lenny Kravitz recently. Maybe it ain't over till it's over. You guys know so many tears I cry. Nailed it. That song is so fucking good. I love that song. And I believe that in life, just in so many situations. Um, oh, time for a little bit of Roxy's Advice Corner. I was watching this, this TikTok the other day and did a really great job with it of telling the story that I'm going to butcher, so I probably won't even try it. But it's about, the story was called Maybe. If I, I wonder if I can actually pull it up. But this is something I've been thinking a lot about recently, about how we deem things to be good or bad before we even know if they are those things. And you just never know, you never know what something is until the end of it all, because we just don't know. How do I in TikTok find my favorites? I know I saved it as a favorite. No, those are locked videos. These are hearted. Oh yeah, okay, here it is. Okay, so shout out to, I hope this doesn't get me flagged, but shout out to this man whose name is Andrew Moraine. And so Andrew underscore Moraine. And this is what, let me turn this volume on. This is what he said. Hopefully this works. Hold on. Never forget, you have no fucking idea whether something is actually good or bad. Now bear with me because there's an ancient story that explains this concept very well. It does. It's called maybe. So there's this wise man who owned a bunch of horses. One day, one of his horses ran away. Yeah. Everyone from the town came to his house and said, oh my gosh, that's so horrible. Your horse ran away. His response was maybe. maybe. The next day, the horse came back and brought with it seven wild horses. Again, everyone came by and they said, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You got seven wild horses. His response, maybe. maybe. The following day, his son was riding one of the wild horses, fell off and broke his arm. Again, everyone came by and said, oh my gosh, that's so horrible. Your son broke his arm. His response was maybe. maybe. The day after that, the military came by to take able-bodied men from their homes to join the military. Because his son broke his arm the day before, he couldn't join. So stop judging every fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Hopefully you guys were able to hear that. Also, hopefully it doesn't get this video taken down. The point is, we don't fucking know. And so, is this all horrible? And does it seem horrible? And it seems like the movie theaters are going to close down. We don't know what we're going to do. Maybe. But we don't know what's going to come of this. So we just don't know. And I think about this in my life. It ain't over till it's over. You don't know. If you don't book the gig, maybe it's a bad thing or maybe something else is coming. And if you, there's just horrible things that people face in life every day, whether it's death or miscarriages or um, broken bones or loss of finances and all these things make us want to fucking hurl ourselves out off of the roof sometimes. But you don't know what things will look like. You just don't know. So I've been trying to tell myself that things aren't over until they're over and maybe, and that is just 
Now, hopefully that's a little bit of a Roxy Advice Corner that might be helpful for you guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let me know how you guys are feeling. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer right here in the super chat. Don't forget to thumbs up this video. Leave a comment afterwards. Subscribe. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. Ryan Payne in the house. Thank you, Ryan, for this awesome support in Streamlabs. Ryan says, I wish I was there in the chat on SEN to back you up. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you. There were people backing me up and there was a lot of rock stars and world friends in there and you guys had my back for sure. Just there was a lot of people who weren't. They were loud as fuck today. They were loud as fuck today. So, yeah. All right, moving forward. Let's talk a little bit about um, the FDA recommending the pause on the Johnson & Johnson vaccination. So remember this, guys. There are people in the chat right now who have the Johnson & Johnson vaccination going through their veins. Steph Sabra got the Johnson Johnson one. There's a lot of my friends and family who have the Johnson Johnson one. And that is not a bad thing. But there was a report of six blood clots that were caused by the Johnson Johnson vaccination, which is a very, very small amount of blood, blood clots compared to the amount of vaccinations that were given. And the FDA is now recommending that Johnson Johnson pause Johnson & Johnson, which has vaccinated significantly less people than Moderna or Pfizer in the United States, because A, they were later to the game, B, they have not created as many vaccinations. And this information kind of took over social media. Other people were comparing it to the amount of blood clots that are caused by other um, things like birth control and how blood clots are caused by all these other things. And all of that is relevant and I'm glad that people were talking about it. But at the same time, I, I think that this is just remember people use things as a scare tactic and you know, people die from COVID millions of people have died from COVID. So six people getting blood clots from a vaccination versus millions of people dying from COVID are two completely different things. And this is a way for people to say, look, look, we said that the vaccinations were too early to release. We already said this. Everybody chill. That's, that is, it doesn't work like that. It, it's not a, this should not be used as a tactic to prove that people should not get vaccinated because it's so not what's happening here. Uh, Bruce Johnson Johnson is just one vaccination, not it's not a two shot vaccination. Johnson Johnson, why a lot of people are preferring it or picking it if they are able to choose is because it's just one and done, and that is that. So it wasn't the first or the second; it's the only. But it is what it is. It's not for people who are saying, "See, see, told you so, told you so." Everybody's just gotta chill, you know. This is very, very, it's one in every million people who got it had a blood clot. One in every million people. There's a lot of medications where it's one in every thousand people, and that's considered very low as well. So I just want everybody to keep that in mind. I'm only bringing this up on this show because I know you guys are already seeing it on Twitter. If you have Johnson & Johnson, you're fine. You're fine. Don't go freaking out. Don't go giving yourself placebo effect or feeling things that are not happening. You are fine. This is fine. This is not huge news. This is okay. 
everyone's okay. Wu saw my child. We saw a lot of other side effects from these drugs. People had headaches. People had really high fevers. People had sore arms. It's a lot of side effects. This is one side effect that happens to one in every one million people. We don't, we haven't even met a million people each. I don't know if that's true, but it feels like it. I wonder how many people we have met. So just everyone, Wusa, my child, Wusa. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's check out what's going on in here. Coming in from Bojax. Bojax says, hi, Roxy. I had a random thought. I haven't heard you read anything from Texas Teacher or LD in a while. Do you know if they're okay? By the way, you made the SEN show fun today despite that the some despite what some thought yeah i appreciate you bojax no i said the other day texas teacher i hope you're okay where are you at and i don't know where texas teacher is and i don't know where ld is either but we know that ld was going on tour and was doing the theater thing non-stop and so i'm just hoping that both of them are okay i'm just hoping that both of them are okay and we appreciate you, Texas Teacher and LD. We really appreciate you guys checking in with us, even if it's popping in the chat or leaving a comment on one of the videos so we know that you guys are all good. Thanks for bringing that up, Bojax. Jake Yacoveta says, definitely would have had your back on SEN, but didn't wake up till 1230 Pacific time. Those Pfizer second dose symptoms fucked me up last night and this morning. Didn't fall asleep till 10 a.m. Finally starting to feel better, though. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, Jake, the second shot... It's it, for a lot of people, it sucks. For some people, they don't feel anything. For me, even though it was Moderna, not Pfizer, that second shot really fucked me up. But guess what? We are not going to be hospitalized with COVID now. So that is why it's certainly fucking worth it. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Roxy, this awesome. We actually use the ancient story from maybe when we teach classes in our spiritual love energy technique classes. What is a good luck blessing or a bad luck blessing? The sun bre breaking his leg kept him from going to war and dying. I know. I know. If that gets me flagged, then so be it. Y'all needed to hear the story of maybe. I really liked that story. I thought that it, they do a great job of showing what things can look like, even when they seem like they're definitely bad things. You just don't fucking know what it might mean. Redford Reddington says, you could still get COVID even vaccinated. Redford Reddington, I think you've said several things about uh, not getting vaccinated now. I'm not sure. Let me know if I'm incorrect about that. I did not say you could not get COVID. I said that you would not be hospitalized with COVID because so far there has been a 100% rate of people who are vaccinated not being hospitalized with COVID, which means that they didn't have extreme enough cases to get COVID. I do know two people who both got the vaccination, both waited the proper amount of time, went out into public, one of them was at a spin class. Um, the other one, I'm, we're not exactly sure where he got it. And they did get COVID, but they were neither of them had bad cases. They both had very, very light cases. It's just important to know you have it so that you can't spread it to other people. But that's why I specifically said that you are not hospitalized with COVID because that has not happened yet, which is really important because it means that those people who are vaccinated are not dying from COVID, even if you get it going to be a lot lighter. Redford says, I got my first dose last Friday, get my second on 30th. Oh, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Good for you, Redford. So that is the difference. Let's continue down the list of things that I want to make sure we talk about today. And you guys let me know how you're feeling about all those things in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com. 
slash Roxy Stryer. And also right here in the super chat. Okay, the National Suicide Prevention Line is changing a little bit in 2022. I think that this is really great information. I wish they were clearer about it in some of their posts so that people were not freaking out about this, but here is what is happening. Typically, if you want to call the National Suicide Prevention Line, it's a 1-800 number, 1-800-SUICIDE. Uh, and that is the number that you call if you need to talk to somebody because you are not doing well. As we've talked about on this show, we have many people here who have suffered and struggled with depression. I am one of them. We have people here who have not only thought about taking their own life, but who have actually attempted to take their own life. We have people here who are struggling on all different ends of the spectrum. And my heart and soul goes out to each and every one of you guys, including myself. This is good news because here is what's happening. Similar to dialing 911 when you when there is a physical issue, when there's a physical problem, uh, now what they are changing the suicide prevention hotline in the United States to is dialing 988. So it is going to be an emergency service that you can call on your phone. Now, this is not starting until 2022. It's not until I think July 14th into, of 2022. So this, this is if you need help currently, then you still go with the 1-800 number. But in a year and a bit from now, officially in the United States, you will be able to call 988. And there's a couple of things that are great that is act, is great about this. Number one, it's easier to access. It's easier to remember. And people who are sitting there calling 988 shorter for all the reasons, just for the things you can think of, it's just better. Number two, they're hoping that it will help to destigmatize calling it because it's going to be considered an emergency service. The same as if you are physically in trouble, you need to call 911. If you are mentally in trouble, you need to call 988. And I think that's a really powerful thing that they are doing. I'm really happy about this change. It finally went through. And 988 sounds like uh, a really, really strong number to be able to call. So for any of us, for now, it's still the 1-800 number, but I'm really happy about this. I'm glad that we are acknowledging this, that our mental health is just as important as our physical health and well-being. And if we are not right here, we're not going to make it. And that is just, we have to learn how to persevere and push through. And sometimes people need a little extra help. Often, a lot of us need extra help. And yes, 988. Also, there's a lot of scenarios in which 911 should not be who's called because we have seen what happens. So 988 is a great, for all the reasons, I think that this is awesome. I just want to share it with you guys in case you guys had not heard about it because I only saw it one place on Instagram and then looked into it, but nobody was really talking about this. And I I was excited to see this, this announced. Again, excited is kind of a weird word, but you guys know what I mean. Bear Hudson in the super chat. Hi, Bear. Bear says, I'll be protesting today in Michigan for death of Dante Wright but I'm tired of protesting. I thought about killing myself. I'm just tired. Listen, I, I get, I don't know the pain you feel, but I know that this is fucking awful. And I'm glad that you're protesting because when we feel helpless, there are things we can do. There's that, there's that uh, Instagram post and links going around about how we can help Dante Wright's family. Not that that makes anything go away. But when we want to be able to do things, places that we can give diapers to for his baby or help support his mom or the bills. So there's things that we can do. And um, in terms of protesting, I'm really glad you're getting out there and doing something. 
killing yourself is not, not only is it not the option, it's not an option because you just don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. And we talked about that maybe scenario and you just don't know what your tomorrow will bring and how tomorrow you will handle it. And we need you in this community bear. So thank you for being here. We need you to stick around and we appreciate and love you. And thank you for getting out there and protesting. If anybody else has thoughts on this, make sure you write them in the chat, super chat in, Streamlabs in, and show support to Bear as much as we can right now. I know there's a lot of us who need it. Um, and we've got a lot of love to give, which makes this a, a great community and we're lucky to have each other. Uh, Disney, <laughs> it's a weird transition, but this is the last thing that I wanted to make sure that we talked about today, other than anything else you guys have going on in the Streamlabs or Super Chat. The Disney look has officially changed. If you guys have friends who are cast members at Disney, then you know that there has been a struggle for a while about what it is that people have to wear, what they have to cover up, what they're allowed to show, um, and all of that stuff. And the Disney look is very, very tailored. But the Disney look is officially changing a bit so that they are now relaxing to allow for visible tattoos. I was reading that it has to be... It can't be on your face or neck, but you can have a visible tattoo, anything the size of your hand, if you put your fingers together, which by the way, some people have really big hands, some people have really little hands, so that's gonna be interesting, can be visible. Also to have gender inclusive hairstyles, jewelry, and more choices for cast members. There's a lot of people who are excited about this because it is just a much more inclusive way for Disney to be, and it's been a long time coming that they and I'm not saying that this is everything, but it is a step forward. Here is what the Disney Parks blog said. Our goal is always to have more representation and accountability across our organization, starting with my own leadership team and extending throughout our business worldwide through tools and mentorship and learning programs that create awareness and foster leadership ability. We're looking at other traditions too, including policies that guide how our cast members show up for work. Our new approach provides greater flexibility with respect to forms of personal expression surrounding gender inclusive hairstyles, jewelry, nail styles, and costume choices and allowing appropriate visible tattoos. We're updating them to not only remain relevant in today's workplace, but also enable our cast members to better express their culture and individuality at work. Moving forward, we believe our cast, who are at the center of the magic that lives in all of our experiences, can provide the best of Disney's legendary guest services when they have more options for personal expression, creating richer, more personal, and more engaging experiences with our guests. This is just the beginning as we continue to work towards a world where we all belong, including more diverse and inclusive Disney parks, experiences, and products, there's more to do, but we're committed to listening, learning, and making meaningful improvements. The world is changing, and we will change with it and continue to be a source of joy and inspiration for all the world. We'll never stop working to make sure that Disney is a welcoming place for all. I'm excited about where we're headed, and we'll have more to share soon. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Love the sentiment, love the sentiment with jewelry and tattoos and hairstyles and people being able to express themselves more. I love Disney saying that this isn't everything, but this is a step and them saying that they're committed to learning and growing and changing. And I think that for all the reasons, it's about damn time, Disney, but also thank you for doing this. I'm excited for my cast members. I'm excited for my future trips to Disney. And I think that 
the, the sentence, the world is changing and we will change with it is so important if we can all live in that state of possibility and willingness to adapt and change. It's, it matters because some people really in their heads be saying the world is changing and I refuse to change too. What the fuck? The world is changing and we will change with it. That's the only option. People who are dragging their feet or putting their foot down or whatever it is, the world is changing and we will change with it. For the better, we are becoming more inclusive. We are being more accepting, more understanding, as opposed to people who are like, the world is changing and we must stop it. Why? So you can be a fucking curmudgeon? Why? Because things in the past were so good? What the fuck? So very excited about this. Really looking forward to my next journey to Disney. Not just for this reason, but because I'm obsessed with the parks. And I can't wait to go back. But this will even improve that. All right, guys. We are going to be getting out of here in the next couple of minutes. So thank you so much for joining me today live at the Roxy. We had a lot to talk about. And we were able to break it all down. Not just that trailer, which I thought looked effing awesome for Army of the Dead, but also movie theaters feeling hopeful about Pacific Theater and Arclight and about what could possibly happen. But, you know, it's still not a great one, but we're still feeling hopeful because maybe the FDA recommending pausing Johnson & Johnson and none of us freaking out because it's fine. That's fine. The news about 988 being the new national suicide prevention line in the United States starting in July of 2022. I know that seems far out, but it's a great change that's being made. And speaking of changes, the Disney look has officially changed and we are here for that. If you guys have any thoughts on any of those things, make sure you leave it in the comments below or feel free to Streamlabs them in. I read any of the Streamlabs from the, that come in when we are off air. I read them in between the shows. I'm not explaining that well. If you leave a Streamlabs while we're not live, I'll read it in the next closest show. There she goes. Sometimes it takes her a second. So please make sure that you do so. Leave a comment. It really helps. Give that thumbs up. I appreciate all of you guys for being here. As we are getting out of here, I must remind you all to blow on your internet. We know how important that is. Make your beds. Hopefully they're made already. Put down the toilet seat and the lid because we don't want those plumes. Y'all know about the plumes, the plumes, flumes, booms. Just know, don't tremble the Holocaust. Nope, nope, nope. Never a good thing. Brett, Miles, Jonathan, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. We're using that as the sentiment, but we all know the greater picture and what exactly that means. And other than that, stay safe, stay sane. I'll see you guys tomorrow live at the Roxy and then for World Girl Wednesday as we're doing our AMA. I know that's y'all favorite every month and we're excited for it too. Much love to my friends. Thank you for being here and I will see you tomorrow.